Welcome back to another episode of the Racing Addicts Podcast, wrapping up Daytona and a Ricky Stenhouse Jr. victory. And uh, we're going to go to Mitch's thoughts, but first, we're going to go to a commercial break. Home internet, what a pain in the... Hey, neighbor! Try T-Mobile, it sets up so fast. Like All right. Thank you, T-Mobile, our proud partner and sponsor. We appreciate you being a part of the podcast. And uh, man, Mitch, uh, you know, what a, what a crazy race. Um, it was really weird. But before I get your thoughts on that, I, I think... I think we need to go to another commercial break. Yeah, I think we have another I, commercial I, break. Yeah. It's called the birthplace of speed. Back then, it was the hard-packed sand that allowed for records to be broken. Today, it's the high banks and long straightaways. Not to mention it's the dream of every driver and fan, offering a moment of glory that will extend well beyond 500 miles for years. Man, it, it is it's so t- exciting, yeah. It's, it's tough to listen through commercials, man. It is. <laughs> the 75th year of NASCAR, you know, but what we've learned today from NASCAR on Fox is that if we don't take a commercial break every 35 seconds, that we're apparently not doing this right. So <laughs> It's pretty bad, man. Um, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, Man, Mitch, what what did you think of uh, Corey LaJoy today at Daytona? Hey, I thought he showed some strengths throughout the race, and I thought he showed some, not him, but I think the team really, I, the, play, the calls weren't, weren't on it at the end, and I don't know why we took two tires and a green flag pit stop when everybody else was getting gas. Yeah, it makes no sense. And then all of a sudden we had this random hood damage that no one knows where it came from, and we couldn't keep up with Ryan Blaney, who was destroyed. But before we get into that, I think it's time for another commercial I think it's time break. for another commercial break, too. Yeah. Bush Guide, cold and smooth survival skills. Three things are required in the great outdoors. Food. Drink. And shelter. Hello. I'm Sarah McLaughlin. For just dollars a day, you can help helpless animals find shelter. Thank you so much, Sarah McLaughlin. We appreciate your partnership with that. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I think at this point, Gosh. That was terrible. Terrible production of Fox. Love the it's, booth, but what the heck were we doing today? Commercial, man. commercial? And, Are you and, serious? And like, I I like to defend Fox because I know NASCAR fans have a tendency to whine, and I try not to be that person. But dear God, I mean, it literally they went two laps in between caution breaks. All I'm asking is for side by side. You can have commercials, but yeah. I mean, are we? It's 2023. I mean, that was probably the most. I mean, we talk about commercials last year a lot, but it gotten worse. I think that was, I mean, racing uh, it, was great. It, Everything it, was great about yeah. today except for the commercials. The commercials, yeah. And yeah. It, it felt like it ramped up even more. And then the part, maybe you didn't notice this as much as me, but this drove me nuts. I feel like Fox is so big on like the creative angle and the, ooh, look at this perspective. And they tend to do this when there's like two laps to go and it's three wide for the lead. And I'm like, just show the freaking race. I don't care about what the inside of turn two looks like from a weird angle. Just show me the freaking cars. Because like we missed so much stuff this weekend because Fox is either on a commercial break for the 900th time in the last 100 laps. Or we're looking at 8 million in-car cameras or... Again, their little turn two shot where it's like, or, oh, yeah, man, I, you nailed it. I, NASCAR and NBC, you cannot come soon enough. Like, I, I like go Fox, Steve it's, just, it's just the whole commercial thing. I thought they had a good pre race. I mean, I thought Tony and Clint did well. I like, I, Mike, yeah, I love Mike, right. Mike Joy, like Jamie McMurray. I don't mind Adam Alexander, just, you know, commercials. Yeah. And, and that's what was so, f- frustrating because I thought I, I agree with you I thought the commentators were great and like the combination of Clint Boyer and Tony Stewart is really 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 good um, and speaking on that we're actually going to take another commercial break I know you don't like voicemails but I hope you're doing great I wish I was with you and we'd like to thank Toyota for sponsoring that side-by-side coverage. Yeah, he was they, Toyota all out, you know. I think everybody should buy a Camry. Seriously, you know, I'm a Ford diehard. I almost bought a Toyota whenever they said, hey, we're going to go commercial-free sponsored by Toyota. I'm for like, like six laps. Yeah, I, I, need to, I wanted to go buy a Tundra, like right after <laughs> I that. I wanted to go in debt. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Sorry, Dave Ramsey, it was worth it. I need to support these people. It was worth it. 
Oh my gosh. I guess now that we're done being a uh, smart Alex, we should maybe go back to the beginning. I mean, we, we had the duels first off and, yes. and, and what we, what we maybe learned from that. Well, the first duel, I missed half of it. I was at an event. But the second duel, I saw most of it, and it looked like... I mean, the racing didn't look bad at all this weekend. That's no, the one I, thing I, I was actually concerned about, and it wasn't a concern, which yeah. I, I, I really thought it was some good racing throughout the weekend. I think the only thing that really upset me was how the truck race got rained out, but you can't control that. And, and and NASCAR tried. Like I, I need to give them all the credit in the world because they legitimately tried to get the end of that truck race in. And yeah. I, and as a fan, I appreciated that. In the Xfinity race, I mean, they were just racing great. I know they're different cars, but I mean, the Cup cars were great in duels. Um, I don't know what your thoughts were, but I all so I'm still not sure how I feel about this Cup package on Super Speedways. Like, okay. I I haven't. I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing, but it's different, and I'm still. I go back and forth, but as a whole, yeah. I mean, I thought the packages this weekend were awesome. I thought the truck race was crazy entertaining. Yeah. Um, and I actually, the way you could build runs in the Xfinity series, I think I liked the best. I think Xfinity was my favorite race. They were this not weekend. single file. No. It was like, I mean, yeah, I, I know what you see about the cup package, but even the cup package today, we had 43 lead changes. Yeah, I, I mean, it was still really good. Yeah. Like, it was, I don't know what because last year was not like that. So no, I don't it know. was it was boring. What did they do to the cars this year other than the? It's I, I can't remember. Man, I know good they question. did something for uh, short tracks, right? Or they have a pack like a thing they're going to experiment. But man, right, which apparently is pretty good from what I'm, I'm hearing. I'm uh, hearing. I'm, some oh. some good things. You're coming saying down I should pipeline. buy tickets to Martinsville? Is that what you're trying to tell me? I'm not yet buying tickets to Martinsville, but a- April. We're gonna do an all nighter. Oh man, not again! <laughs> I can't. I can't. No more all nighters. No, I can't. I can't do it. Can't do it. I did it once. It was dumb. I can't do it again. Oh, isn't it? No, it's Sunday today anyway, right? Oh, it is Sunday. Yeah, yeah they said no. We're not doing this. <laughs> yeah, so I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what changed. I don't know. I mean, obviously, like the crews have gotten more comfortable, so I don't know if it's literally just set up. Uh, Could be that. the The really interesting part is it seemed like you had grip right until you didn't, which sounds like yeah. a really dumb statement to make. But there was no like, like in the Arca series or the Xfinity series, you could see cars sliding and then them working it back. But Cup, it was like, boom, like. It, there was no warning sign. It's just, oh, okay, the 45's around. It was very easy to overcorrect. Oh, like, massively. Yeah, we saw it by, like, literally everybody did I didn't think Blaney really got hit that hard. And it looked like he had it saved. And he then did. it went right up the track. Yep. And that's just a product of this steering column crap. It's really fast. It's yeah. really, really fast. Because Blaney would never turn right into the wall. No. I think he's smart enough to keep it left, but... I think he might have went left a little bit and the car just decided to go left. Like, I don't know. I, I think so too. And it's, and even like, you know, what was so confusing is you would see pushes where guys were violating all the rules of super speedway pushing. You know what I mean? Right to left on the bumper and you were fine. And then the next lap, someone would do it and that person would wreck. Like, even in the, the wreck that, uh, that you, we just talked about, Blaney, the wreck that he was in. It, it was technically Harvick's fault, but it didn't look like a bad push. Like, that same push was done before then, but that was the time that it was bad, you know? So that's yeah. what was so weird. Like, I, and that, I guess that is where I'm still on the fence with this Super Speedway package, because I feel like it turns into a poop show. Right. You know, and, and granted, once my guy was wrecked, you knew I was all team chaos. I was like, wreck everyone, screw it. Yeah. I'm here for entertainment. Right. But, like if I if I was a Brad Keselowski fan, like I, I feel like I would have been frustrated at the end because he didn't do anything wrong and he got Penalized destroyed. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. So. It, it's not perfect, but I've seen worse. I've seen way worse well, 500s. That's true. I remember the one 500. I think is when Jimmy won actually, when they were <laughs> all just on the outside train. For Michael Waltrip was in the race. That's that's how long ago it was. But this was like early, few years. early 2010s, and it was just like everybody just went single file the whole entire time. Uh, yeah, we had green we flag pit stops today twice. Yeah, yeah. One, I mean, 
with Sages, which we all know how we feel about that, but the fact that we got to see Green Flag Pit Stops, I I, I enjoyed it. It it was cool. Yeah. It didn't help my dry route, but I enjoyed (laughs) watching it, the art of Green Flag Pit Stops. They took two tires when everyone else was taking fuel only. (laughs) It's just a spire thing to do. Oh my gosh. Talk about shooting yourself in the foot over and freaking over again. But yeah, I, it, it, I mean, it was good. It was way good. And if if we're comparing it to packages, I still think the two-car tandem style... That was cool. I like that. That was is, No, I mean like in, what was that, 2011, 2012? That was, yeah. That was still my most hated super speedway package. Oh, you didn't like that? I hated it because I didn't feel like there was any driver. It was just like, all right, who's going to happen to have the run with one lap to it go and win? It was dangerous. Oh, it was way dangerous. I just I thought it sucked. So like, like I would Ricky take Bobby mentality, like yeah. shake and bake. Let's go. Let's and go. Just tandem up, and you just have all these tandems like going two hundred ten, two hundred fifteen. <laughs> it's the thought yeah. of it sounds crazy, which is why a lot uh, of people yeah, like. like but I think I'll, a lot of people did enjoy the craziness of it, but I know what you mean. I'll I'll take what we had today any day over that. Okay, but. I, I think my favorite super speedway package is still what we had in like 2021. I, I know the 2020. Yeah. Like, well, like that, they had huge runs. They had huge runs and I know it was safety and obviously I'm all for that. You no, know, it was it, 2021. No, yeah. that was the last time that pa- that package, the wicker. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. I, I thought, well, that's this. I don't know where it is. Yeah, that that one. car, that yep, car, that where that car won. Yeah, that's that's a package error. It ended in twenty one. That yeah. was Daytona five hundred to twenty one was the last time it was raced, and I actually had friends that did a little send off because they knew that that's probably the best <laughs> package that we're gonna have in the next ten to fifteen years. I, I think so. They so. like did it, like a yeah. memorial for it. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Uh, it. I I thought that was probably my favorite super speedway package. Just going back in the history, but again, yeah. like today was good. The whole weekend was good. Arca was a complete dumpster fire like it always is. Yeah, um, I wish you stayed awake for that. We we had a guy win that I've I've literally never heard of his name. Like I've never heard Van of this guy. Gladist or whatever his Van something. Van something had the coolest freaking post race interview ever. So shout out. I'm really sorry that I forgot your name already, and I know you're not listening to this anyway. But shout out on the win and the interview and the hype level because that was that was pretty freaking cool. That was awesome. Friday night, so let's kick it off with trucks. Uh, you know, I, I was pretty hyped up for this. I had three drivers in that I like to cheer for in that race. Uh, actually, more than that, I would say. But I uh, thought that, like you said, the racing was good. My guy, Corey, was up front until he wasn't. And very competitive. Very competitive. Yep. Uh, that stupid rain that kept happening was probably the biggest downfall because I thought if they would have raced it out, one, I don't think Zane would have won. I think something would have happened to him. Probably. So it, it much, was crazy. There's so much energy building up for that finish. And um, like every time they had energy built up, rain delay. Yeah. Or something would happen. But, uh, you know, Zane Smith got it done. He's a good guy. I think he's going to continue his success. Um, and I, like I said, no complaints other than the rain. So I don't know about you. I. Again, like I, I thought, like trucks at Daytona are always good, but you never know if it's just going to be like a total poop show again. Right. And it felt like a healthy combination of the drama with the driving because the moves were really cool. Like I thought the drivers yeah. were able to make really cool moves in that race. Yeah, I, I thought so too. I think um, they're highly aggressive, and I mean, for the most part, they did most part everything was pretty good, smooth. But yeah, um, I agree. And there was a few few of them in the beginning that like collected Clay Greenfield and a few others, but uh, Deegan was part of that too. Another year of Rex. <laughs> I know. And like, what do you do? Yeah. I mean, she she had the right attitude though, because she was just like, "It sucks, but it's Daytona. Yeah. Like, it, it's you just never know what's going to happen." But no, I I completely agree. Um, I I don't know that there was anything controversial with that. I know the. You know, NASCAR was getting a little bit of heat on the rain, but I don't as a as an organization what do you yeah. I what mean, are you supposed to do? There was like, nothing over the radar and yeah and it was still raining. And yep. I even sent a group I'm like, Well, I guess Zane Smith is going to win. <laughs> <laughs> I, we were shocked because I think we were all looking at the same radar and we're like, Oh, pff, 
I th- we'll easily get this. I in. said by ten fifteen it'll stop raining, which yeah. it did, and then it picked back up as soon as they randomly, yeah, at eleven o'clock, and I was like, "That's it." I mean, there's a lot of stuff around Daytona. It's not like it's secluded. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a pretty busy night, but I mean, I look at it this way: bars are up until two a.m. Can't race cars be in the track until two. I know <laughs> on a Friday night. I, I mean, people do work, I guess, but. Well, and I I had read from, and I apologize, I don't even know who tweeted this, but one of the writers said that it had gotten to a point where there was actually a safety concern on NASCAR's part because, you know, these crews were at the track at like 8 o'clock in the morning. Oh, they have a labor law. Issue. Yeah, well, yeah. And, and they were just worried about crews running out in front of trucks on that long a day, yeah. on little sleep the night before, and... and well, I think if they had like a solid window, they would have kept going. But I, it's, it, it probably would have been another forty-five minute to an hour-long wait to maybe get an, a couple laps. It's almost the like they could have done like practice and qualifying on Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> the schedule was still just wicked, wicked weird this year. I, I don't. And I, I'll yeah. say this: I admitted at first I thought not having practice. I think we talked about that for the Cup cars it was really bad. But I thought they did a really good job in the duels and cup race with not having as much practice. And like, they did. But yeah. after, after the duels, you don't really need to practice. So, if, so yeah, in my opinion, just do it all before the duels, and then maybe I have agree. one session on Friday just to get them kind of, or Saturday just to kind of. I, I completely agree. And even if that first practice is literally 10, 15 minutes long, like it doesn't need to be. 30, it could be 30. It Maybe could be even an hour. That. It could be an hour. What's, but, what's it going to hurt? But I look at like the the thirty one car, the obvious issues with the fifty car, like all of this. That is stuff that they oh, could the have 13, shook out. Or the yeah, yeah the Chandler Smith car. Yeah, couldn't fire it up it's off just, a qualifying. Right, like, this is what we're talking about. Yeah, and, <laughs> and they never got a chance to shake it down. And that's where like I don't I don't know what you're gaining. Like if because qualifying was already at like eight thirty at night. Throw a little fifteen minute practice in. Before that, you know, have or, practice yeah. at seven seven thirty, and then run qualifying at completion. I yeah. just don't know. I, I don't understand why, because then they had two practices after, which I felt like were completely unnecessary. Like, I know there's a lot of cars that didn't even they they stayed with the covers on in the garage because they didn't. The duels had already shook out what they needed to shake out. Right. So, I I. I it didn't make sense to me. It just felt backwards. weird. It was just yeah. a little backwards, but they'll fix it. I think they'll fix it for next year. Yeah. Um, and I and I get it. Like it's um, the ideas are trying to save the teams. They're trying to keep the parity a little tighter because then Hendrick's not going to get better. Penske's not going to get better. So like I get what they're trying to do. Right. It just felt like we had issues that were easily avoidable, and that's where I just thought it would have been a better decision. Right. But, but so it was it was a weird schedule. A little so. bit, but um. I guess with that being said, we can just dive into the Xfinity series a little bit. Uh, your boy Allgaier, I thought, had it. Oh, I heartbroken. Mean, yeah. I was. Heartbroken. I liked his scheme. I, I was caught off guard. I did not know it's, that was... It, it's warming up on me because I did not like it at first. I was like, ugh, that thing's hideous. But well, it's, the silver it's threw it off up. a little bit, but I think on the track, I never saw like the digital thing of it. Okay. Like I only saw, like, okay... Starting lineup, here comes all guy. I'm like, where's the corn? It, it yes. looks, yeah, it I looks like way that, better. I like in person. that corn scheme, though. I mean, that's probably my favorite. The I do. Iowa. I and the one, Iowa the one that he had last year is still my favorite. I thought that was such a good looking car. It was good. I yeah. don't I yet have a die cast to that, but I will soon. <laughs> it's, yeah. But man, that was a good looking car. It's, man, I, and, and this, this opinion probably is completely biased. So I'm sure everyone that listens will think I'm an idiot and they'll continue on, but that's fine. Where I got so frustrated on that last lap when Sam Mayer like yolos it and tries to cross three lanes of traffic when he he's a, on the top four wide, like he, he had a big run, like he had a oh he did big run, and if he would have hit the seven, he I think the I think Algar would have been able to handle it, but do you think Sam knew how to push? Did well, you want him hitting guess, your rear? Because what if he hit the wrong side and sent sure. Algar? But see, even him taking the jump, I'm great with because I you have to be selfish at that point. But that, like there, there was, was nothing wrong with that. Where I got mad was after the jump. He went high. Allgaier left him a lane, and then Allgaier, of course, went back to the inside. And then after that, Sam Mayer just decides YOLO. I'm going to crank the wheel to the left, and he crosses across three lanes of traffic, and then wrecks himself on the 21. Right. 
And it was like, it just seemed completely unnecessary. Unless his spotter was that far off that Sam wasn't aware. But it felt to me like a young kid YOLO move that ended up in like $5 million in damage or whatever. And then it, you well, know. That's exactly what it was. He's 20 years old. Yeah. I, <laughs> I just I just don't like Sam Mayer yet. And I love JRM. So, you know, like I root for every other car in that field. But I just. That's just a learning thing. He's yeah, gonna, he, he just does a lot of dumb I, things. I don't know if he'll do that when he's 28. You know. Well, yeah, I, but he's got to start making better moves if he wants to have a ride when he's 28. Yeah, that's that's, that's another thing. So, um, I don't know. Maybe it's just my bias. I was mad. Like, I was legit mad when it happened because I'm like, freaking Sam, stop right. doing this stuff. Well, He does this stuff all the time, and, and it drives and, me nuts. Yeah, and I had a feeling, like, the caution was going to come out. Like, I, I knew it was going to get to one to go, and I was just like, Caution. We're going to end under caution. I just accepted the fate. That <laughs> like it was it's, gonna coming. Ha- it's coming. It's yeah. going to happen on the back stretch like it does every single year. Last year we had right. Mike Snyder going into the fence. Remember Bubba Wallace was out there and Dude, Michael Jordan almost got hit by a windshield. scary, yeah. Like, no, it wasn't talked about enough last year, but Michael Jordan almost got wiped out by a Mike Snyder car. Um, you know in the one replay, you can actually see Michael Jordan. Yes. Yeah, yeah. which is scary. It, it, a little <laughs> bit. Um so I kind of accepted the fate, and I just kind of thought, like, I mean, Austin Hill, I think uh, now understand, like, he he knows that. I don't know. I don't think he has many buddies in the garage. I think he just shows up to the track, does what he needs to do, and then and like, he, yeah, I, I completely agree. Yeah, yeah. but um, I don't know, man. Like, I when I watched the replay a bunch, I've already probably seen it. I felt like he hooked left there at the end. If you look how like Mayor went up, and then Austin oh. for some reason came down. Yeah, why was he coming down? He didn't need to go down. He had a big run on the outside. Why did you need to turn le- hook left? So it at least at least what I saw, because like I wasn't mad at Austin Hill at all. No, I'm not mad. But what just, I, you know. I saw him trying to shoot the lane, and then the one came down, and then basically, in my opinion, wrecked himself. Once the one started to turn, for sure, the 21 took him the rest of the way. Like I, I won't argue that at all, but. I can't really be mad at him at that point because he's going for the win, and the one no, but I'm is saying the he one didn't who put himself in that up. spot. Like it looked like he was coming down when he already had a push. He didn't have nothing was cleared. It just if I when Maybe I saw I, the replay at my angle when it was yeah. facing the rear, it just looked like Austin decided to come down and clip him. He didn't have to do that. Maybe I need to watch this again because I I was willing to give Austin Hill all the credit. Like I thought he was put in a position where he did what he. There's a lot had of pissed off people on Twitter about Austin Hill. Because, really, because of that. Because everyone thought Allgaier was supposed to win. All right. Well, hold on. We're just going to look this up real yeah. quick. Because we have... I, I, that's from my point of view. It was like... Uh, what I, I didn't think he needed to do that. Because if he didn't do that, uh, the one would have got shuffled. And the 7 and the 20 would have been in the same lane, I think. Or While I'm loading this video up, uh, it is worth mentioning that we, we send our prayers and our thoughts to our faithful co-host, who is currently chilling in a hospital... Yeah, because all of his organs are swollen. So get better soon, Dave. Yeah, we we love you, buddy, and uh, we miss you. It's not the same without you, and especially now because you could be loading this video and not me on my iPad because I'm out of devices. And I mean, he can't get distracted by the Pro Bowl this week. So, <laughs> who the heck watches the Pro Bowl? Okay, so we're watching this. So we're watching this. Here's is that all guy with that big lead? Yeah, all yeah, guy got way a, too far out front. That's his. That's bad. when he knew he lost. Blocks the one high. The one goes high. The seven then, goes back the down seven to the bottom. Did not have a lot of momentum. So right here is where I feel like the one just like yolos it. I'm going to back it up again. But look at the twenty-one the one, come down. Because the one crosses cross hard. Crosses and twenty-one comes down. He's, yeah, like, he didn't See, need to do that. I feel like at that point, let me. Sam was Sam me, was gonna get wrecked either way, but right. I just don't know why the twenty one turned down. Was my question. Like it just seemed a little weird. If it, if it was on purpose, I hope he's good luck sleeping at night. But if it wasn't, then it is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> I, I need to evaluate this because I feel like the one was sideways before the twenty one even hit him. It's quick. Yeah, I mean the the one I think was already going into the wall regardless, but I think the twenty one sent him harder. I will say again, major props to Parker Kligerman because if you watch this replay and you see how close the forty-eight got to the door of that one yeah, car, he, that that he could have been teammate. super scary. He was yeah. willing to hit his teammate to avoid hitting Sam. Yeah, that's upside down. 
that because that could have we could have had a, another Ryan Newman situation, which is you know that's what everybody was like looking that. like no, I'm not doing that, dude. That scared the yeah. That's not again. I can't do that so again. The view, anyway, sorry. The, what were you saying? The view I saw that made me think Austin Hill did it, or maybe kind of did it intentionally was from the rear. If you look like they had a bunch of replays towards the end because they were waiting for it to call call the race, and they was, one of the angles was like. Showed everybody's rear, and you could totally tell that the twenty one just went left. And my my opinion changed once I saw that. Okay. So maybe I need to find that replay. Yeah, and, I don't and, know where it's at. I mean, it's probably online somewhere. But I, it was like one of the. It was about five minutes into reviewing it, they showed that angle, and I was like, "Huh, interesting." <laughs> I was yeah. like, "I don't know. I don't know why he did that." But I mean, the one was flailing his arms out, and. He, he kind of set himself up for a disaster. And he put himself in a bad spot. He did. It's a racing deal, but it just, you know, saw that and was kind of like, hmm, a little questionable. Well, and, and I guess maybe it's worth bringing up the fact that the, the 7 gave the 21 a present earlier in the race of not dumping him. I don't know if you saw the end oh, of the yeah, one yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I saw that, yeah. 21 straight up set himself up to get wrecked, yeah. and, and the 7 cracked the throttle, and if he wouldn't have cracked it, that was a, that was a 20-car pileup. No, you're I mean, right super late like Joey Logano level late block it, it was bad so but he he gets it done at the super speedways I think every race he won last year was at a, like for Mick he won at Atlanta but which is the super speedway yeah, yeah. for and now he, he almost won he almost won the Daytona race I think in, in the summer I think you're right like he he's just good at those tracks that apparently that's his thing and and it works um yeah Hopefully he he stops making dumb moves. Um, the other person that hopefully stops making dumb moves is uh, Parker Kligerman. Are I you, felt. And, you think? And, oh my gosh! I felt like. I don't know. What all did he do? I felt like he made so many dumb moves uh, in that race last night. He pissed off somebody. I, I remember. Well, he, he hit Jeffrey Earnhardt. Like I know he's claiming oh, he didn't that's... hit him, but he hit him. Like well, you know I, I don't know how to, you argue that. You know what he's trying to do? Oh, it was trying he just to get back in line because it yeah. was a train. He just wasn't clear no, at all. No, like, it was a bad move. And I think that's yeah. just part of him. Now he's I missed mean, his first full season racing with the team for, yeah. like, last year was part-time here, part-time there. Sure. So, I mean, he's a, he's, he, knows what, he knows what's wrong. I think he knew I think he knew right from the start that was an act. I thought he mic'd up. I thought I saw radio communication saying that that was my bad. I'm like, Jeffrey's not going to accept that. Well, and I saw an interview. If they talked afterwards. It, I don't know if you saw that. They did. And I watched an interview. I'm pretty sure it was from Matt Weaver. Um, an interview yeah. after the race with Parker where Parker did not take blame for that. He didn't. No, I was shocked. And in the, in the interview, he basically said, well, it was just a racing deal. I don't know what he's mad at me for. And I'm like, I think you need to see a replay. <laughs> You're not clear. You put someone in the wall. Yeah, I I just don't know in what way that wasn't. I, I get fault. if there was a gap and there's a way to maybe solidify right. in there, but even still, unless the interview was taken out of context and Matt was talking about the earlier wreck, because I think Parker caused the first wreck too, coming out of the trioval. Uh, he's, he's bumping Sheldon Creek, but he gives Sheldon oh, a really one. hard bump out of. So tri-oval. he's the one who hit Sheldon. He is. I missed that wreck. I and was. I, uh, I forget what I was doing. But. Oh, maybe. That was fairly, fairly early in was, the race. That was like before end of stage two. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, it was I, still I missed it because I went upstairs to get something and I came back down and I said, oh, the seven's wrecked. And then he ended up almost winning the race. <laughs> I know. And, uh, thank God he didn't hit anything. He just spun. But that was another one that I, I don't know how that's not Parker's fault. Like, I was. He, he just him. bumped where he shouldn't have bumped, and he wrecked a, bun- a couple cars. You know what? Cars. And he's usually not like this. He's not. And that's, like, I'm, I'm willing to give him benefit of the doubt because I feel like he's earned a track record, but I'm just hoping that we don't see any more out of him because, yeah, it's just not good. Right. I don't think – I think this is just kind of a, you know, cobweb race kind of, I think he had a lot of pressure this year I think he has a lot of pressure he does I would definitely this, agree this with could that. dictate if he does this for a living for the rest of his life or he's still a commentator yeah I mean this is probably his last shot but I, I think he'll show up I think he'll do good this year he ran great in the 48 car yeah the whole race he was top 10 you know I yeah. felt like he was competitive and aggressive and able to pass and, and I thought Jade Boofer got fired but apparently the 5 car was his teammate I thought that was a that's, BJ McLeod that's what car. I heard yeah I was like they said the five is his teammate. I said, Adam, that's a BJ McLeod car. No, <laughs> it was a. 
It was actually that's Jay crazy. Bus got some money, man. I don't know what he got. I'm guessing. I don't and know I, where he came from. I'm kind of glad because I feel like Jade did a semi decent job in that car. Yeah, I think Parker's going to do better. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think I think Parker's a good driver. I think yeah. he's legitimately he a good driver. If he gets a win, I think he can get a win. Oh, I think so too. He can capitalize on one. Of those I think it's probably going to happen. There's so many of them in the summer. It's prime. That's what he. That's what that team saw. Parker road courses just. You know, I can see definitely working out. But, uh, oh, big time. Yeah, I think so. So, Well, I want to give some shout-outs, I guess, to uh, some of the finishers in the Xfinity race. So Parker Retzlaff finished fourth. Uh, I've raced with him a lot on iRacing. I'm not saying he, you know, is not aggressive on iRacing or anything, but we've ra- I've raced with him on there a bunch. And the fact that that Jordan Anderson team got fourth is a pretty good deal since uh, they seem like they don't have much luck at super speedways anymore. They have horrible luck at super speedways. Uh, Mike Snyder, after last year's finish being what in the fence, he finished fifth in the 19 car. Pretty cool. So that's good for 100 points. Pretty cool. That. Herbst didn't wreck his car. He finished sixth. Amazed. Sieg in eighth. Joe Graff Jr. in seventh, being a team car of Ryan Sieg. I'm calling it now. That's his highest finish all season. He's racing. Don't forget, he's racing for Joe Gibbs. Like I said, that's his highest finish. That's his highest season. finish. And yeah. It's not even a Joe Gibbs car. Have you seen the JGR Xfinity lineup this year? That's a diss on my boy Ryan. Is Ryan driving? He's driving. driving the ni- he's supposed to drive 19. Okay. Well, then that's the one good driver But they he have. hasn't announced the races, so I'm like, what do, does he not so, have a ride? It's, it's rough, man. They're going to have a lot of wrecked race cars because they've got Sammy Smith, Joe Graff Jr., and uh, that but, kid from Arca that's pretty good at hitting stuff. So it's like... Sammy Smith is full-time 18, but yeah. yeah. He wrecked twice, three times during the Xfinity race. And that's get ready. That's going to be this whole season. Man, talk about major step back. Yikes. Yeah, I'm worried about JGR. Sorry, I interrupted you. Do you have more people to give shout No, that's to? actually it. That's, yeah, that's good. Everybody else should have finished where they finished. <laughs> that's fair. Well, before we continue, we're going to go and uh, take another commercial break. By far the most annoying commercial. <laughs> and I, thank you, NASCAR and Fox. We heard it about eight million times today. I need to try it first. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, shut up, man. Oh, I don't need to try gosh. crap. I Awful. did buy a Coke today, but. We bought it before we saw the commercial yeah, every 45 seconds. It, the marketing did not influence me. No, marketing <laughs> was terrible. That was just sending Alex a text. What kind should I get? Coke works. Okay. That's <laughs> it was, that's it was literally that small, that short. So, yep. um, Xfinity wise, I think that pretty much covered it. Uh, yeah. there, I mean, again, I thought the race was fantastic. Um, very impressed. Yeah. Um, the package was cool. I liked how the runs came. Um, and the end pretty much turned into a poop show, which we figured it would because Stopped that's. In. But I'll that's take the yeah. Austin Hill victory over the 20 car. Yeah, I just, yeah. I, know, much, I mean, yeah. I'm not, not going to be thrilled for either, but I would definitely be okay with the 21 over the 20. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> My heart is broken. I thought the seven had it, but alas, uh, I forget. He finished third or something. Third. They the, the 20 was under the yellow line, which I know a lot of people are pushing back about, but like in his anybody. defense, he, he was 100% pushed there by the seven. So if like, he did not go below the yellow line, the seven, the 20, the 21, yes. and the one would all have been collected. We're all being wrecked. Parker Redslap yes. would have been your winner. Yeah. So that would be cool. That would have actually been. I, <laughs> I, maybe I would have liked that more. I'm not sure. I don't hate you Austin probably Hill, wouldn't though, know because so. your guy would have been wrecked. Yeah, very true. I'm very <laughs> happy with how it turned out. Uh <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, just to say that, like, I, I know I would like to blame John Hunter Nemechek as much as the next person, but he did absolutely nothing, nah, wrong. He that nothing was, wrong. He, he did what he had to do. Um, so I, I did have two other notes for today's race just because I thought they were kind of funny and worth talking about. Um, first off, Ross Chastain, Mr. Don't Give a Crap Tour, the way he drives. Right. That last wreck, when they showed the in-car camera, homie did not lift off the freaking throttle until he crashed. Either the audio was delayed or <laughs> Ross does not have a lift. And that's He I, doesn't. I thought it was an audio delay because I've noticed NASCAR on Fox's in-car but camera is, is like not down. even close. But the timing of the hit 
seem to match up with the visuals. So I'm like, as soon as they like, you saw his RPMs on his dash drop. Yeah, he, that's when you heard the throttle come off, and I was like, you're already hitting the guy. Yeah, <laughs> so, that because he could have completely avoided that wreck, but he like days of thundered it and just because there was there was smoke and he didn't slow down. But <laughs> the theory is it's a green. It's like what two apps to go. I'm not lifting. I guess. I mean, man, that's. Ballsy, though. I don't know. Because you knew there was going to be a restart. Like, because we hadn't gotten the white yet. NASCAR sometimes doesn't throw cautions. Well, that is true. I mean, you have... I guess he... I don't know. It's Ross. I I don't know what to say. I'm I'm guilty of it on a video game. He just doesn't care about anything. No. It's... I don't know if it's a... I don't think it's a a diss. It's just humorous at this point. Like... He just doesn't give a crap. He's Here's like, ah, you're my way. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That freaking cracked me up. And then, uh, I mean, feel free to bring other, other th- Oh, we do have some, uh, we have some other things to talk about, but, um, yeah. the last point I had for today's race, unless you have anything else you want to add is how unbelievably stupid that RCR coordination on that next to last restart was. Cause <laughs> I don't see any scenario that that works out better for them. I know their whole idea was to throw off the 24, but... Oh, you just brought uh, back something that happened on Saturday that should have been talked this should about. Get, okay, well, I'll, I'll finish yeah. this real quick and then and then roll into that because I yeah. want to hear what you have to say. Yeah. But Austin Dillon got wrecked because the bottom line was choked up. And the reason the bottom line was choked up is because he had to slam the brakes on the restart. He didn't. He wasn't smooth. To let Kyle Busch down. Like, yeah. I, what a dumb call. Like, you, you have one, two. You have the choose cone. And you intentionally make yourself in separate lanes, yeah. and then you get taken out. Like I don't even feel bad for you. I, I just I, it wasn't. Maybe you, I'm way off, but I saw no way that was working. I mean, I don't put the blame on Austin because, but the whole coordination of it wasn't smooth. And Kyle Busch, I feel Not like I feel like if Kyle Busch had Denny Hamlin and Truex trying to do the same thing, it would have been a lot smoother. But that's because they just know they know what they're, they're doing. doing. Yeah. So, and in Austin's defense. He's not. I'm not saying he's not up there a lot. Right now, he's been in the top five both races so far. But I'm saying that I don't think he's been put in enough winning scenarios where he can be smooth about claw, like holding up a line and not losing time. Yeah, it might, might have been his first time ever doing something like that. Probably, you know? and I think my blame goes to whoever made the decision because I think that's where the issue is. Like, I just if don't... it would have executed, it would have Willie B. It would have been like one, two, three: Kyle Busch, Austin, and Willie B. I, I really yeah, thought but, they could have had it. But you still, you gave so much energy to the top. You did. Because you intentionally choked up the bottom. Way too much. Yeah. And they could have like, just came down, and that's where... I just don't... No, you're right. I, I don't... A wreck was going to happen either way. Oh, it was. And, and I think the end of that race, we knew what it was going to turn into. But I just didn't... I just didn't understand it. Like, when I saw that, I'm running through possibilities in my head, and I'm like, yeah, there's no way this works well, out for us. Why didn't just, like, we talked about... Why didn't, why didn't Kyle go low and Austin follow? Uh, and then, then have Willie B up top because, to be honest, Willie B did not lead a, like did not lead a pack. He had to look like a yeah. decent car, but he didn't yeah. show like like you know when uh, whoever was in front, the busher. I mean, busher was able to lead the pack really well. Brad yeah. Brad led a lot of laps today, which I don't think was talked about enough on the broadcast. But Brad was really strong. RFK looked really, really strong. They did. Yeah. And Brad, honestly, I think we thought he, I thought he, he was his race to win, you know? And I thought also with Kyle Busch, he had a good card too. But I'm not sure where I was going with that. But I don't think uh, Willie B would have led as strong as he would having Joey behind him, as in I, between I, I Kyle. Don't, and, I don't think so either. Like, it's. It, you would have just had, you took that scenario out of the equation. You would have never been so far back and you would have been able to stick with possibly yeah. and let it finish out. Would have been a way different outcome. You could have been bumper to bumper from the start and launched at the same time. Yes. And I don't think the top the top line or whatever line you pick. You wouldn't even have care. this aggressive laggy bump because yeah. William Byron's defense, he had to push him. He had to go. He had <laughs> no like, choice. Yeah. Either you push him or leave him hanging out to dry, which doesn't help Byron because what if no one goes with Byron? So it it wasn't a good situation. It was a racing deal. I don't. I don't people want to blame blame one, blame other. It's it was a racing deal. I, I don't think you can. I think almost every wreck we saw today was a racing deal relative to the package. 
Yeah, I, I don't, this, yeah, it, yeah, that's exactly it. I, I don't know that any of the wrecks I saw were intentional on a driver, well, unless I'm missing something. No, I, I from what I, because I mean, you shouldn't be wrecking anybody intentional at Daytona, but <laughs> sure, I, yeah, absolutely. Um, no, I didn't see any of that, but you know, since we're on the topic of like coordination, uh, I was watching the Xfinity race with my dad last night, like the last 15 laps, and the whole time we're like, Junior Motorsports is going to get a win. If they just work together, they're going to win. Break my heart here. No, I'm, yeah. I, don't, I don't care. And I'm just talking as a team organization. If if, if all four cars and me and my dad were like, if they don't go to spotter to spotter up there and tell them we're le- we're going to ditch the who was leading the twenty who was leading the would have been the twenty it, it the twenty one was the one leading. He was the way yeah, twenty one was leading. I think was in sixth. And and this is and I'll bring up another thing about this. The twenty so twenty one's leading. You have eight car, seven car. One nine, car, nine car, one car. Nine, one, yeah. Or was it, maybe it was seven, nine, eight, or it was eight, nine, seven, one. one of the, Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So they were all aligned, and my dad's like, we were just like, well, if they just tell them, if they all collectively go at two to go or, or three to go, they could easily coordinate and leave 21 in the dust because he has nobody. No one works well with them. No one wants to work with them. No. He doesn't help yeah. anybody. So you could easily hung him out to dry and eliminate that scenario. Well, that time came. Junior Motorsports, two cars went low, and they had to stay high. And right when that happened, I told my dad that they just Junior just lost the race. I, I knew it. I knew a Junior car wasn't going to win because you literally had four guys mm-hmm. lined up second through fifth. Junior should Junior a Junior car should have won. I get that everybody's racing for themselves, right? But if you're collectively looking at an organization getting a car into the playoffs, like there's some scenarios where you you it's for yourself. But like, like at the end there with the one and the seven, they screwed themselves. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> it's And and I think like, so I, the seven made a move and hung out. And I yeah. didn't, I wasn't even mad about that because I think it was three or four to go. And, and like, I think you reach a point that you have to make a move. So I was good with that. And what hurt, I guess what hurt was the eight and the nine wrecking. When that caution came out, that's what killed it all. Uh, yeah. And, but, and that was all on the nine. Yes, it was. Like, yeah, homie was not clear, and he tried to make himself clear. So I it's can't even second stuff, I guess. But like, yeah, I just, I just felt like Junior shouldn't have lost that race. That team, as a team, they should never have lost that race. It gave me PTSD to Phoenix. All freaking. That's over what again. I was. And I told my yeah. dad. I said, you know, I'm sitting here. I said, you had. I said, do you know the scenario with Junior Motorsports? They had three guys in the championship, and Todd Gibbs was the only one that wasn't. Everybody hates him because of what happened at Martinsville. And Gregson, I think at one point, had an opportunity to probably move him. Didn't do it. Same with Brandon Jones going to the Junior Motorsports team. Did not do anything about it. Mm-mm. And you let him win the race and the other three Junior Motorsports cars finish wherever. Same scenario happened. Nothing. They've learned nothing. Well, it's not the same scenario, but you know what I'm saying? It, like, it, nothing it is, was learned. It's as like, a fan, it's really frustrating because like, I junior, love they, JRM. All these Earnhardt fans yeah. out there, y'all should be throwing forks and stuff. Junior should have had a win yesterday or two it days should ago. Have. Yeah, yesterday. And it should have been the seven car. Seven, eight, one. It should have been the seven or eight. I think the eight would have won if the guys would have just went with them. Yeah. Now, the shame is the eight obviously just ran out of gas, which. He did. So then that's uh, that threw that out. But who, whoever messed that calculation up, man, that makes you want to cry. Yeah. That's just, I just, when you guys, you talked about the Kyle Bush coordination, I was like, you know, that I forgot about that. That was a, oh. that was a significant point. I, Talked about with my my dad in that race. I was like, it has to be talked about here. <laughs> it was it was super duper frustrating. I can't wait to hear Junior's thoughts. He's going to talk about it. Oh, he is, and, and, and he's going to be unfiltered. Uncom- yeah. It's going to be uncomfortable for the guys. He was so unfiltered after Phoenix. Like he was, he was very supportive of his team, but he also I felt like displayed his frustration. Do you think he has the records the podcast before he has his team meeting? Probably not. He should because yeah, then he, he gets his thoughts out there for the public just to be like, "Oh, I can't wait to hear it." I feel like the only two drivers you can really be frustrated with are Brandon Jones and Sam, though Sam Mayer, because I don't know. Like, obviously, Josh Berry ran out of gas. hundred percent, nothing he could do. I don't know. I I think but, I, the frustration should be collectively uh, for everybody there because no one worked together. That's the frustration. I don't think. I don't think you so. put one I, out. I think I, it's a collective. I thing. guess the hard part is at what point do you go on your own because i know when Colleague, you dish to 21 you got one to go yeah. you're one two three four then you have a shot i don't know if that if that happens though you I don't, don't th- think they would have just swept them 
I mean, there was somebody that would have had a run, park, but somebody would have linked up to the twenty-one. Like at the twenty-one, I yeah, think still would have been there. Think about a four-car length gap. How much they have to check up because of that? He's either going to get checked up the line, or he's going to get turned because he's it's like a parachute. Yeah. I mean, you saw these lap cars getting lapped. I mean, he gets he get you gets far out front. You time the run, you ditch him. Guess what? If you see four cars going low, passing the leader, you think someone? You think the John Hunter behind him was going to stay with them. It, See, they're going to follow. It, it almost would have been better, I guess, to do that and let the twenty-one wreck himself because he he, he would have took that scenario out of the equation. Yeah, the and he had the best car. The twenty-one would have had to have thrown a late block again, and yeah. then they wouldn't have lifted. All right. So and this is just me because I had no ties in that race. I had yeah. no. Pull. Yeah, you were just enjoying it. I was just like, if Junior doesn't get this win, and then that happened, I was like, okay. <laughs> it was yeah, it it was frustrating to watch. It was really frustrating to watch. Josh Berry is literally probably the only person that can't be criticized because he didn't yeah. have a choice. He ran out of gas. He did. Yeah. So then you get frustrated the crew chief for like, how do you screw up this calculation? Because no one else ran out of gas. Right. So and actually had I was gonna bring up something else about the cup race. So I don't I don't think we touched on it at the beginning of the podcast, but uh, if you guys listened to last week's episode, I said the most uh what was the t- category? Oh, your biggest disappointment biggest of 2023. Biggest disappointment yeah. of 23. And I almost said, I think I'm going to go with Cendric. But I said, you know what? I think it's going to be Ricky Stenhouse Jr. And, and on that note, congratulations, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. winning the 2023 right. Daytona 500. And I just want to say this. He raced such a good race. He stayed out in the back the whole race, basically. Almost, except for there was a part with like 50 to go. He went up front. I was like, uh-oh, this is when it happens. <laughs> this is when it starts happening. But he didn't make any bold, dumb moves. He was so, like, disciplined about his he really position was. and who yeah. he was working with. And I've never seen Ricky race a super speedway like that. Or, like, that, right. like, concerning. And he's usually a mess up. He's usually pushing the crap out of Brad yeah. or the 21. Remember when we wrecked Matty D that one year? Probably. It was I don't like, know. They I all mean, ran together after a while. It's yeah. just like, uh, he just looked like a different animal. I just want to say that I was wrong, <laughs> and congrats on making the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, uh, major props to Ricky. I yeah. mean that he, he. So I remember, like, as they're crossing the finish line, I remember thinking he probably is the most deserving driver to win the race because he's probably the only driver that didn't do something stupid. Because yeah. there was a lot of stupid that happened, you know. And I he thought a- he legitimately drove a very mature, very methodical. And he wasn't race. a front till twenty to go. Yeah, like he honestly did what he should have done. And he lost the lead, I think, or he lost, like, there was a scenario where he, right before the last caution, that looked a lot better, and then he was back in, like, sixth or seventh, and then he wasn't even with Kyle Larson. Somehow they got together again, but, um, you know, like, it was, he got shuffled out. They tried to shuffle him out, and he still... And he got back in. I mean, I think, I think between him, Larson, and Bell... Because he had this little this insider dirt track friendship, because Bell pushed him to it. That's true. And, and Larson was there the too. I had to think about that. I don't know if you saw the photo up here. It is. I mean. Oh yeah. They're yeah. buddies. I mean. Yeah. I don't know if, if it's picking up, but I mean, Kinda. you could. Yeah. They're buddies, and you could tell Bell wanted him to win as much as Ricky probably wanted him to win, and and uh, right there shows that. Oh look, look, Larson's drinking. Drinking with Ricky. Nice. Like, so I like it. I think the move of the race was the Dirt Track guys quietly sticking together, all different manufacturers. Well, not different manufacturers, different teams. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah, and two different manufacturers, yeah. They worked better than Junior Motorsports did. And oh, my <laughs> gosh. That hurts. <laughs> that hurts my soul. Oh, I set myself up for that. <laughs> I fi- that was the, all that just to say that. I figured, I figured. Well, I hope Junior L- Motorsports learns from that scenario and so if they're ever in that situation. I, I think so, too. And JRM is in line to have such a good season. They are. I think, I think JGR is going to suck. Um, I, I thought about that John even. John Hunter is going to get some wins. He, he'll maybe. Be, he'll be but, he's, but that kid. He's good. I mean, he's not that young. But that kid is so good at finding a way to blow a race-winning car. He is, like, but he that was literally him in the truck series. He'd have the best truck but he, and somehow he'd screw it up. He won in a chip ganassi 
uh, Xfinity ride. I know when that was lame. Oh, he's, yeah, like, he, I, he he could do it. He he has the talent. He it's just doesn't well, have he, the discipline. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, if he gets that, then it's over for everybody else. It's gonna be tough, but yeah. I think you didn't ask. But I'm gonna tell you anyway. <laughs> I think. I think the two Xfinity teams to really watch going into this season are going to be RCR. Yeah. Because I really like... Sheldon and them are gone. Shel- yep, it. Sheldon yep. and Austin. And I think JRM, again, is going to be really strong. Yeah. And, of course, Cole Custer. Um, I still... Riley Herbst, I think, is still a bust. I've been saying that for years. But I think... How do you bet against Cole Custer? Like, he's going to probably win a third uh, of the races. That's right. I mean, we'll, we'll see how he does these first six. But I think... Uh, yeah, I think I think they're all. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be somebody new. All three of those guys are in cup now. It it is cool. I think it's really neat. Yeah. So um, anxious to see it. Um, we did so we unintentionally started a new segment with our little podcast team that uh, we're gonna bridge over and and David in the future is gonna kind of run with this, but obviously he's not with us tonight. But Oh, the picks. Yeah, so yeah. what we're what we're going to start fair. doing as a team is picking who we think goes out of the race first, and then we're oh, going to okay. bet on it because yes. we're idiots, and this is what we do. So <laughs> um, we, we ended up doing this for all the heat races with The Clash, which was really funny, and uh, we actually got pretty close. We got one of them, and then we were really close on the other three. And today... Um, right before the race started, David texted uh, about picking who was going to go out first, and he picked Noah Gregson. I picked Connor Daly just because I I didn't think that fifty car was going to make it five laps. I was driving, so and I you were driving, yeah. but I feel like in your heart you would have picked the seventy seven car. I, you- it was it was uh, it's coming. They have, <laughs> they've had issues all all week. Duel, they had issues fueling the car. They didn't Junk. know how to take two tires on a fuel only stop. Oh wait. They still don't know how to do that. Um, Not the 77, but the 7. They went to the 7 and did the same thing. All right, everybody. My favorite segment of the podcast will probably have to be our picks, sports betting, uh, that we're going to talk about bets and, like, who we think is going to win. I'm going to give you guys some odds. But unfortunately, this week, we don't have the odds out on on Sportsbook yet because it's Sunday night. Um, But... I do have uh, a feeling on some good drivers. Last week, uh, uh, Alex ended up winning with Blaney. <laughs> yeah. Story Blaney. Eighth place broken car, baby. And Come Kyle, on. And I, I picked Kyle Busch. I really thought he was going to have a good run. I thought he was going to win the race and with I, like two to go. And I said RCR as a whole was going to do really well. <laughs> and they were up there. They just did not know how to communicate. And that will come with time. Um, and then Dave picked Brad Kozlowski. Which I know you guys are biased, but Brad led the most laps today. So and, and again, dang near won the race. Dang near won like, the race. So we were this close of being right. I went from third to winning in that last wreck. You did. You did. <laughs> and so beautiful. You know, as far as sports betting goes, okay, yeah, I didn't win anything yet this year. It's the first week. We got some time. All right. <laughs> but I think at Auto Club, this is one of my tough tracks to pick. Like it's tough, tough for me to predict Auto Club because I don't, I don't like the track. I'll be honest with you, not a huge fan of it, and I know it's going away next year, but I do believe that whoever comes out of the gate with high horsepower, whoever has the best motor package, R and D package, it's a two mile track. It's not a mile and a half, so you got to think. I mean, last year who, who was good at uh, the two mile tracks last year? I mean, Kyle Larson's always a favorite. And, and I think Fords. Fords. Uh, Fords are usually pretty strong at the two miles. And they got this new nose that Alex was that talking clearly about. clearly is working because Daytona. Yeah, and you talked about before we even raced the duels, and I was like, ah, he's just a biased Ford guy, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> no, he was right. Fords were fast. Not that they did not win on Sunday, but they were they were fast enough to. I think every But Ford they wrecked there, in spectacular fashion. I mean, at one point, I think t- well, first to eighth was Fords, and then ninth was Corey. So, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, Woo. it was beautiful. It was it was different. Um, but yeah, I think you should have the five car on your list this weekend. Um, he's really good at the mile and a half, uh, two mile tracks. Uh, another person, Martin Truex Jr. I mean, he seems pretty sneaky here at Auto Club. Um, and I think I think he could probably. I think he's going to do well this year. I think I, I think Dave hit something with uh, momentum, and 
after winning at the clash, my mic's falling apart. I don't know if you see this, it's kind of fallen. Um, but I, I think the 19 and the five should be on your radar. I would really pay attention to practice speeds. You're going to know right out of the gate who's fast and who's not. Sure. And the odds, if you're sports betting, they will not change until like after practice or after qualifying, at least from Phoenix. I put money on Blaney at Phoenix that right from the gate, he had top five. They said top five average and top five average speed, you know, top 10, top 15. I put him on there. And then after qualifying was over, the odds went from like 2,500 to 1,200. So if you're a sports better, you better make sure you have that block open for you to watch practice, get your bets, get your money ready, and get to it. But I do believe you're going to see either, you know, Fords like Joey and, and Harvick and, and those guys or Hendrick. I think Hendrick's really going to be the only Chevy team that's going to be up and like, because they got good, they got good motors, man. Hendrick, they I do. Mean, they just they do have good motors. Yeah. They always they qualify well, you know. Uh, and Larson's really good at two mile tracks. This is he, he's probably going to knock off a one here in his next five weeks. Probably. I, that's my. Yeah. That's a big. That's my prediction. So for our our in house picks, if you had to pick one car next week, who are you going with? I'll go with the five. The five. I, I mean, it's know. a solid pick. Yeah. I don't know. I guess. I guess I had the worst. Did I have a worse finish? I did have the worst finish. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with the five car. Kyle Larson is my pick just because of his past success. What he, he knows what he wants in a car. He was fast last year with Cliff Daniels. And, honestly, he was sneaky fast today. No one really talked about him, but he was in the top five. And, and he's end. not a super speedway driver no. at all. So that's that much more impressive. He's quiet this year. And I think, yeah. you know, him being quiet is going to be dangerous because then he's going to start making noise here uh, by the time the Coke 600 comes. You know, you could be on yeah. it. So. No, I, I think that's a great pick. Um, I actually have – I was torn between two guys, and you're probably going to laugh at me for both of them because you. I don't think you really thought either of them. Probably not. I was between Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick. Well, I could see Kyle being good, but I just don't think RCR has a good package here. Uh, yeah, probably not. Um, I think what I'm going to – I'm going to go with Kevin Harvick, which seems odd, but – He's good here. Yeah, he's good here. Yeah. Fords were already decent at two-mile tracks. And now we got that new nose. Kevin is like, he's like freshly pissed off. Like yeah. he's got a new attitude. Him and Kyle Busch both have a new attitude going into the season. I think Ford's already existing success on two mile tracks with the new nose with Kevin's attitude. I just like Kevin Harvick this weekend. I think, yeah. I think I'm going with him. I think he's a solid pick for your lineup. And I would even put down the 22. 22 is going to be really good. Yeah. Um, and then on behalf of David, since we forgot to ask him what he wanted to pick, uh, we're just going to go with Chris Busher, Christopher Busher. I think that's a fair pick because RFK guy, you know? Yeah. I mean, he could be fast. I don't know if he'll be fast. We don't know. He might be great. They might be 30th place. Yeah. And that's the RFK game. We well, really don't know. Last year, I can't remember how well they did last year. I think they really, really struggled on these tracks early in the season last year. But I know towards the end of the season, they were showing some good speed. So I think they're going to roll out a little better, obviously. There was so much learning last year. I think was. that was their big miss. Yeah. But, yeah, I think I'm going to I'm gonna go Harvick, he's going to go Busher, and you're going to go Larson. Larson, but... Taking the goat! Yep. Yep, and I would just pay attention to his practice speeds for your adjustments and your sleeper picks. Um, you know, Auto Club, it's not that it's hard to pass, but you need to have a good car. If you don't have a good car, you're not. You're not. You're going to get passed. I agree. <laughs> it's a big motor track. It is, big and if you're track. off the pace, you're off the pace. It's not like you're. Oh yeah, two tenths. No, you're two, three, four seconds a lap. You're done. Yeah, and that's the tire wear is going to be insane. This is like the last Auto Club race. So enjoy the tire wear. Enjoy the. <laughs> don't you know. A lot of people might complain, might not. I don't know. I'm one of those guys that never had a attachment to Auto Club. Very unique track. It's cool, but I'm like, oh, great. Like, I it's, never look forward to it. The only shame is, like, right now, Auto Club's actually putting on good races. And yeah, I it wish, is. I almost, w and, and, like, I'm the one that wanted more short tracks, so, like, I was all pro. Yeah, tear it down, tear it down. Yeah. And now my heart almost breaks because last year we had such a good race at Auto Club, and yeah. Texas was trash, and I'm like, why don't we tear down Texas well, and make that a short that's track? That's in the process, too, I believe, but... uh yeah, I just remember like when I was younger, I watched a lot of like I remember watching Auto Club and it stuck out. 
because we would never get any cautions. Yeah, I remember the race that went 188 laps, and then it rained out. I was like, this is the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life. Casey was four laps down in 15th. I was like, we're in 15th. <laughs> what? This is ridiculous. Why are we four or three laps down? Like, I don't know. I just, I just never cared for it. That's just. Yeah, I, I it'll be a neat, neat new chapter, and hopefully we get one last really good weekend to kind of, yeah, send it off into the history books. Excited yeah. to see what happens there, uh, and we will not be back in that at that speedway and whatever variation it is until at least 2025, track. which is crazy. Oh, so they're going to take a year off. There's no, well, they said there's no way they can have it done in time. So there will be no race at that facility in 2024. So um, that makes sense. It'll be interesting rolling into that. So um, anyway, I, I think that about wraps it up. Do you have anything else you want to? That's really it. I mean, I think, uh, you know, just pay attention to practice. And I think we had a good Daytona week. I think there's a lot of momentum. I can't wait to. See the ratings. I think the ratings were up 5% from uh, last year, and it was the highest recorded duels since 2020, I think they said, uh, during the truck broadcast or something like that. So if, the, if that's a sign of the 500 having more viewership and it looked like a pack stands and... looks great. Looked, it looks so good. I think everything went how it's supposed to. I think it uh, let's just carry that momentum and not shut down the country. It will be okay. It won't be good to go. And uh, one more thing before we leave, uh, we're going to take one more quick commercial break, and then we will close out the show. Home internet from T-Mobile. Wait till you see. Tell me more, tell me more. One cord's all that you need. This tell is me Dave's more, favorite commercial. <laughs> Don't you worry about speed. He loves John. <laughs> He's a big fan. So anyway, thanks again. Uh, NASCAR on Fox, you suck. And uh, have a good week, y'all. <laughs> yeah, have a good one, everybody. Bye. <laughs> I think we should end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>